Hi everyone and welcome back to Radical Love with Ains and Lex. I'm Ains. And I'm Lex. And today we're going to be talking about a really fun topic, being (laughs) angry at God and accepting our lack of understanding of God, which is probably like the worst thing ever. But you know, that's what it's about here, you know, honest conversations about where we're at where we're going how we've grown and how we haven't so that's the radical love brand for you authenticity you summed it up perfectly of course you know (laughs) i'm just i'm an eloquent woman lex would you like to start us off with the rose and the bud and the thorn sure okay so my rose this week something good i've got a few i really do um on Sunday, went to church and get this, okay? There were 15 of us. Does that oh not make your heart so happy? Like 15 of us. And it That's was like, like me. a huge group. Right? Right? Mm-hmm. And um, obviously like a bunch of my really close friends were there and like we're all very like rah-rah. Like, you know, we're Christian. Like everyone knows we're Christian. <laughs> rah-rah um, Jesus. <laughs> But then there were like nine frat guys there that like I wouldn't have expected to be there. So that's just like, I don't know, like to see Jesus intersecting in other circles just makes me happy. And it's so fun to be reminded of how complex people are. Like I really have to be smacked out of my two dimensional view of people so much. I love it, though. I love being humble. (laughs) um and then my second one i don't know if i ever said this on the podcast about caldy's coffee anyway yeah give us the updates you did yes so the interview went so well like so well yeah i met with the co-owner and then there was also another person there who's like head of their retail and they are two of like the sweetest human beings Hello, the circles in St. Louis are so small because I think I was in a cycling class with their head of retail, like probably multiple times. Oh my god. At gosh. Lifetime. Yeah. And she lives like really close to Evan. Like it's crazy. Like her boy goes to Chaminade. Like, hello, what? Um, and then things are just going really well. Like when I go back to St. Louis for Evan's sister's wedding I'm gonna meet up with her again at their roastery and yes and I think I'm gonna like start helping her down at tech maybe turn it into a little internship we'll see just it was really really good um and then my thorn I think would just be like this looming three tests that I have next week (laughs) that I'm totally procrastinating on studying for. Absolutely. Um, There's no other way. Right? Like, uh, I'm just like, why do I have to do that? I don't want to do that. You know, the, I'm so productive in most things in life right now, but that I'm just like, ugh, I don't want to. We call them at tech hell weeks. I don't know if other people say that. So wait, so it's like a legit thing. Like they all schedule them. I don't really do tests. Mm -hmm. LOL. I have papers, so can't really, (laughs) I can't really relate. Well, I switched out of architecture and chose the tests, I guess. So I did it to myself versus the project. But still. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And then my bud, I'm with my doggies this weekend and they are just so cute. And I'm getting lunch with one of my good friends tomorrow. Love it. I'm going on a walk too. So it's just going to be good. It'll be a good weekend. What about you? 
Um, you know, what I've learned is college time goes by so fast. Like, oh, it's yes. only been a week since we recorded the last podcast episode, but so much has happened. So let's recap. What was my bud? Um, the SYR, which is like the little dance, was so fun. Oh, my Good. gosh. So fun. So, you know, I'll get, I'll get really open. Me and the people I went with, none of us drank. And so it was really fun. And they, oh, my gosh, the guy I went with. We we're kind of friends, but I didn't know him really well. So I was nervous. I was like, and yeah. I didn't know the girls that well either. So like all the people, I was like, I don't know what their vibes are, but they danced. And oh, if yay. you guys so know fun. anything about me, you should remember yes, that I yeah. love to dance. I love dancing so much. It's not even funny. And so they were dancing too and it was so fun and by the end we were like so sweaty and it was just like in high school that's why i brought up like the no drinking um just because like now everyone's just kind of like drunk all the time (laughs) if you're doing something which is fine like i don't really mind it but it was like awesome just having a night just like my favorite ones from high school it was seriously great then i woke up at 7 a.m the next morning which was not enough sleep and I woke up all the freshmen and we had them run through the reflecting pool in front of the library. So it's just like a little, a shallow little man-made little, I don't know, pool type deal. And they yeah. run through it and it's a big deal for our dorm um, on the first game day of the season. And then we had the game day. So fun. Great time. Horribly close though. The game was just in- uncomfortably close. I was so annoyed because we were playing freaking <laughs> Toledo. Um... So I forgot you all were playing Toledo. That's was, why people I knew were at Notre Dame. I was so confused. Oh. Yeah, it was genuinely... I was grumpy. Like, they scored a touchdown that put them in the lead at the minute 30 left. And I was like, oh I'm leaving. Gosh. I'm not waiting to sing that stupid alma mater for these loser boys that can't win against <laughs> freaking Toledo. I'm not wrapping my arms around you nerds. Like I'm going home. Oh my God. I was like grumpy if you couldn't tell because I hate losing, even if I'm not playing or invested at whatsoever. So that was annoying. But then we won and then we scored a touchdown yeah, and then should. it was lit. So it was really cool. It was very fun, very exciting great time great weekend and then on (laughs) sunday my dorm we do big little and i got my little and she's this really cute freshman and fun fact she lives in my exact room exact her bed is exactly where my bed is on the floor below me so my girl if i stomp my feet then she knows i'm here um so really fun weekend then this week has been super craziness but just right before this i went to a lecture um by supreme court justice clarence thomas that's Um, cool so that was honestly so good it was it was insane honestly that's what college is all about right like no matter how i feel about him as a person no matter how i feel about his constitutional interpretation I just listened to a Supreme Court justice speak. And like that is the beauty of going to college. Like that's what it's all about is going to these lectures and learning from extremely accomplished individuals. And it was, it was really, really, I don't know. It was just an amazing experience. It had me like super emotional. I'm also really tired right now. (laughs) So I'm like very easily succumbing to the tears. But then the thorn, as I mentioned, lots of work. Also, it was really tough you know once again i don't know why i'm gonna be honest this is the longest rosebud thorn of my life lol but with clarence thomas um for anyone who's not aware he is the justice who during his confirmation anita hill came out um and spoke about 
her, I don't really know exactly how to phrase this, because if I say, like, her claims, then I feel like I'm citing too much with him, but if I say, like, that it happened, then I'm citing too much, it's complicated, right? How to speak about these such sensitive topics, but that he sexually harassed her um, was pretty much what she came out and said. And so after his speech, standing ovation, of course, I mean, what more do you expect? I was also front row, so it was just really cool. Yeah, because my constitutional studies minor, I got to reserve a ticket. It was honestly a very amazing educational experience. And then after everyone stopped clapping, people stood up in the back, were like, I still believe Anita Hill, I still believe Anita Hill. And then in retaliation, all the other people, because most people there, um, as you would probably expect, were big fans of his, um, like very conservative originalist ideals like of the constitution, um, all booed those people out. And it just made me very emotional. As I said, I'm quick to succumb to tears right now because I'm so sleep deprived. I was just very saddened by the situation because I was like, there's still a lot to take away from the talk, even given these things. But also, it's just very complicated for me to sort out these feelings because because I was so close to him, I could see how uncomfortable it made him. And I automatically, like being the person I am, felt badly for him. But then I was like, also though, if she if what she said was true and you sexually harassed her, then like you deserve to feel awkward. Like you, you know, but then I was also like, it's been a long time. And also Anita Hill deserves to be listened to if that's what happened. But also it like never went through. Like he still got appointed to the Supreme court. So it was just a lot of feelings in my mind. And it just made me very sad. Just how everyone booed. And then they yelled. I was just like, this It was just a lot. And I was thinking about the state of human nature and how people can grow, but can they grow enough that we can forgive severe deeds? And it was just a whole deal. Anyways, that was kind of a thorn because it just made me really emotional, as I kind of alluded to. But anyways, fun thoughts with Ainsley (laughs) Ainsley and my moments. Um, And then my bud is David's coming to visit tomorrow. So that's really exciting. I'm stoked. But also, I don't really know what he wants to do. I'm like, does he want to like... Go out and, like, <laughs> hit the town, as in South Bend is limited, but we can do what we can. Or does he want to, like, vibe, like, chill? I don't really know. There's a lot to do there. And I also don't want to have any It'll homework over the weekend. Yeah. So I know that was a lot to unpack. It's just, when you're at college, like, stuff happens. Honesty, that's good, yeah. Stuff happens every day, right? So I, I got to keep you all updated. True. Also, the stuff with Clarence Thomas was, I mean, obviously a huge formative experience. I've never heard someone so accomplished and powerful speak so it was obviously very exciting for me especially as like a constitutional nerd it was obviously very exciting to hear (laughs) a judge Ains I feel like you would like this I'm currently in a business law class and I've never thought about being a lawyer before but sometimes we're learning we're going through so many like supreme court cases and all this stuff it's so fun fun. I am so interested in it I'm like I'm like I don't want to be a lawyer but like it kind of makes me want to be a lawyer it's so cool and hopefully you'd make money that's like good (laughs) making money is nice because then you don't have to worry about your family as much because you know as I've said, I want to have a lot of kids and that's like a huge financial burden, like almost yeah. to the point where I'm like, maybe I just shouldn't have kids at all. <laughs> You'll it's be like, fine. it's You'll so be expensive fine. to exist. And then creating a <laughs> child true. and taking care of them. Like, oh my God, no. Ugh. That's why you don't have to worry about that now. That's why you're only in college. Yeah. I need to just <laughs> yeah. like find an athlete, like a really good 
athlete or something. No, I need something more stable. That would that. make life so easy. I need to find someone who has a large family endowment. <laughs> Is that the proper word to use? I don't Probably, know. Like I a need trust fund. Yeah, I need a trust fund, baby. <laughs> so I don't have to work anymore. But that sounds really bad. Also, I feel like if Dave listened to this no, episode, I think he'd that's be like, all what? gone to but I'm like, I'm, I'm being pragmatic right now, which Lex, I'm sure you love that word in the flashbacks it I gives you word. to a push, but mm-hmm. I am being pragmatic. You know, I got to think fiscally right now <laughs> because literally existing costs so much money. I'm here for it because I think it's definitely gone through everyone's head before. You're just putting it out in the open. Everyone wants to marry rich. Literally, anyone who says they don't is lying. I, or maybe I'm really superficial. <laughs> there are two options here. Oh my gosh, that's so good. Now Anyways, get this on a tangent. <laughs> so about hate, being mad at God. <laughs> so to the fun stuff. Oh my word. Yeah, this has been on my mind. Because we are reading, in one of my theology classes right now, we're reading the book of Job with a little commentary Mm -hmm. on the side. And then in my other theology class, we're talking about Gnosticism, which is, like, not totally related to this. But we're just talking about how God, um, God's power is made perfect in weakness. And free will, essentially, is a huge part of both of them. Free will is cool. Like, let will go. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Ha! Yeah. That was good. So it's definitely been on the mind. And also, it's impossible not to think about this. I mean, the problem of evil and suffering is one of the most massive problems in faith. So it's obviously on the mind. Yeah. When you um, threw this topic out there, I was literally like, I think my jaw hit the floor because at church on Sunday, first of all, if anyone wants to just listen to like a really good sermon oh my gosh it was really good we were at passion so louis giglio was speaking and this wasn't even what his sermon was about but i wrote this quote down and it was from when priscilla schreier was on um, his podcast and she literally said you can ask god questions without questioning god oh how perfectly does that go into the topic you threw out i was like what very well very well so i thought i'd let you know because i hadn't told you that <laughs> that's perfect i feel like that always happens mm-hmm. you know what i mean god like, wants to work his way into the podcast every week <laughs> every time <laughs> every time yeah i think that's really good i think too in the little book of job um what are they called commentary commentary that we're reading um it talked about how job in the book of job the whole story by the way i read the book of job like in my foundations of theology class and i did not pick up a lick of a moral because i was really confused and the whole time job so job has all this suffering like horrible things happen all of his kids die he has like all these riches and they all get taken away from him because god and the satan because at the time there wasn't like the personified satan it was more of like an idea whatever so god and the satan were talking about how people like the satan was saying how people only believe in god because they expect something out of it and then god was like no i got this dude job here on earth like he's just he's just cool 
Like, he just mm-hmm. loves me. And then the Satan was like, oh, really? What if he was miserable? Would he still like you? And then God was like, yeah. And so then the Satan was like, okay, let me make him miserable then. Which, tragic story for Job. He was just out there, right. like, having a good life. And then he totally got flipped around. So now all of his kids died and, like, all of his riches and everything, like, went away. And he had sores all over his body and he's just not doing well. And in this, the whole moral of this book is Job is obviously very upset because he doesn't feel like he deserved the suffering. And then Job has these friends who come over and they're like, well, you know, the wicked are punished and the righteous are rewarded. So obviously you did something wrong. Like how have you sinned? They were all talking. It's this concept of temporal retribution. So the reason I got nothing out of this, um, book the first time around when I read it is because I didn't understand that the book was a negative commentary on temporal retribution and was showing how it was bad I was just like oh like Job's friends are kind of a little insensitive considering like all of his kids just died but like I definitely see where they're coming from but then apparently they're supposed to be wrong so I totally missed that (laughs) pretty much me anytime I read the bible the bible yeah I need someone else (laughs) to help me guide me through it (laughs) because I think it's the exact opposite so anyways, anyways, once again, I'm talking too much today. I think it's because I have a lot of energy because I'm so sleep deprived. Okay. Anyways. Well, so then you seem so, I'm like in awe of how educated you are about this book of the Bible. Well, <laughs> I just read like a hundred pages of commentary on it. <laughs> oh so my you gosh. would, you would hope I know at least a little bit. So then <clears throat> what was, oh yes. So then Job is really upset and he's like, no, I don't deserve this suffering. Why am I suffering? Why do innocent people suffer? Why are the poor people oppressed by the wicked? Mm. Why do all these horrible things exist? You're saying that innocent people don't suffer. You're saying everyone who is suffering deserves to suffer. And so that's where apparently I didn't, as I said, didn't get this the first time, but after reading the commentary that literally held my hand through it, I got it the second time. Um, that's where the concept of temporal retribution fails is it tries to pigeonhole God into this like X leads to Y and A leads to B. Like that's how it goes. No, nothing else. Um, and then the whole book of Job is about how he is so frustrated and he's angry at God. I mean, honestly, like what you're saying with the questioning, he's even questioning God. Like he's going even beyond just like being upset at the situation he's getting mad at god he's like talk to me i want answers like this is this is like total bs right now and the whole moral of the book is that job's friends spoke wrongly about god by trying to pigeonhole him and by trying to give simple easy theological answers to complex problems in a complex god but job even if he was angry throughout the book like at the end when god is speaking to job job spoke rightly of god and Job was just and Job was innocent, even though he was angry at God, even though he was upset. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was really interesting because I feel like a lot of times you're like not really allowed to emote. Um, yeah. Or you feel maybe like you can't. I guess obviously you, you are. Um, but it feels mm-hmm. like you can't say how you're feeling and you're mad at God because then it's like bad. But I think it's impossible really not to be in a situation. Obviously, I hope no none of us ever go through what Job did. Um, yeah. But like. A horrible situation and you're just like upset and you feel like you can't be or like I always feel bad like when my mental health is going poorly because I'll look at things it'll be like pray it makes me feel so much better and I'm like well now I feel bad because I don't feel better like these things are sometimes more deeply rooted than just a little bit of meditation can solve and I think it's just important to like know that there's biblical out ed- of evidence that we're allowed to emote and we're allowed to like 
feel upset and we're allowed to feel even upset at God as long as we understand who God is and the role that God plays in our lives and we still have like hope and we still have faith but yeah I just I don't know I thought I thought that was really interesting because it it always feels wrong that I need more than just God like I I have a an account that always posts this they have a mug that says you can have Jesus and a therapist too and that is kind of what I got out of this book as well is like you're allowed to have a lot of feelings especially and even if they're not positive ones that is really good really really good applause snaps thank you, thank you. <laughs> all of the things um I yeah I'm just thinking about it in the forms of my uh my life but um yeah I just unpacked a lot I'm sorry <laughs> yeah you did no now I'm, I'm processing no it's good like these podcasts always like it's a way for me to grow and everything um I'm thankful that I don't have the awful life that Joe had <laughs> yeah me <laughs> too. my life seem easy and all my problems seem like a whole bunch of nothing exactly especially because he was like chilling at the beginning he was just being like a good yeah. dude living a good life and then oof and then his friends were like total jerks they're like you must have screwed up loser <laughs> like Aww. you must be a bad person like that would be really annoying that really would suck I feel like we've talked about it a little bit before on the podcast in a previous episode. I don't know what one it would have been on, but just on the fact of not, not on the same wavelength of being like angry at God, but just like having questions is not like in itself, like a bad thing at all. Like, especially like when we're going through school and you know you're confused on something so like you ask the questions like that's because you want to know more and you're confused and all of those things so like even in faith like if we didn't ask the questions then i feel like we wouldn't be caring as much as we should care because we wouldn't be like into it exactly i think questioning is is very important we're both big fans of questions. we are <laughs> well i mean like now is the first time I mean obviously last year like we're really on our own and like that's the time that you have to like ponder and really figure the things out on your own because I mean the bubble that I grew up in you know like just from my life it's kind of crazy like that I think about it like I go on I don't know if I said this before I got my Panera coffee f subscription or whatever so it's like a mile or like 1.1 miles from my apartment to get my coffee every morning so it's like a two mile walk nice and it's amazing I if I stand walks so much especially we when stand. I can see the sunrise when I'm walking like hello um but it's literally like between 30 and 40 minutes where I just like think about life and I used to never do that like I'm at that point in my life where there's just like so many questions so many things to unpack like you said like there's so much always going on that it's just like there's always questions and I used to like think that was a bad thing but it's not yeah thinking by yourself and in silence or like semi-silence I guess because you still have like white noise in the back I think right. is really important. I never come to any conclusions. I don't think I've Same. ever actually gotten any answers, 
But it's kind of just nice to think. I know. Well, even on the, um, I think I grew a lot in my faith our senior year at St. Joe with the topics of like, I remember we did a whole chapter um, in discipleship where it was on suffering and like maybe it was also in theological foundation. So probably combined in both um, just on the topic. I think that's like a big one of people's main reasons to like question their faith or not have faith at all in anything is because like the thing looming over our world like if there is a god why do bad things happen like i think that is one of the biggest questions in anyone's head and that's where i really grew to understanding that like we were given free will And so, you know, God is not going to purposely do things that are going to make your life miserable and awful. Like, that's not of him. That's not of God. It's because we have free will. It's because there is, you know, a devil in the world. And there is this evil and that presence. But that is, like, a really hard concept to grasp. And it was, like, a whole year of my life in school that it took, like, questions and class debates and all of those things because talking with other people about it is always a good thing. Yeah. I, yeah, seriously, it's major. I don't, I don't really have a lot. It's just obviously it causes problem, right? Because God is all loving. God is all good. God is all powerful. Why does this exist? Mm-hmm. It just, it, causes an extreme like incongruency in our minds like why i i just don't get it like it just i mean it goes right to the core it's not like oh is god uh like i don't know is god more of a father figure or a mother figure like that is kind of like both whatever or neither i don't know Mm -hmm. but like this is like the core you know like it's not just like a theological question that you could live your life not paying attention to and still be fine this is the biggest issue I feel like it it just is a lot and that's kind of what my other theology class so the one that we're not talking about the book of Job um Mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier about how God's power is made perfect in weakness like God demonstrates his all-powerfulness not by forcing evil out of the world and by forcing everyone to be perfect and creating a false world but instead by giving free will and allowing evil to exist while still being able to conquer it through mm-hmm. Jesus. So it's kind of a lot to unpack. And it's kind of lofty. Like it's kind of hard for me to like, you know, totally buy in 100%. But yeah. I think it's really important to remember too is that free will is like the absolute definition of God's power because God is so powerful that God feels comfortable giving that power away. You know what I mean? Like if someone right. is insecure, that's when they hold on to like, oh, but Definitely. I'm smarter, but I'm more powerful. But God is like, no, I'm pretty legit. I'm just going to toss some free will to you, some free will to you, you know, give it out like Oprah gives cars, right? <laughs> um, I just think that that's really difficult to come to terms with. That, like, know, that's a lot. God's power exists in the fact that God doesn't always have to use power, which is, like, makes no sense. But if you think about it, it makes sense. But it also doesn't make sense. Which is the whole point. Like, we're not supposed to understand, which is also, like, so annoying, right? Like, not understanding 
is so annoying but that's also (laughs) (laughs) how it's supposed to go like what we were saying with how the friends spoke wrongly of god in the book of job it's because they tried to simplify god and like we don't get god that's the point of god is you you understand god somewhat and god's still approachable but god is not something like oh this is a flower and here's what makes a flower a flower and like chlorophyll and stuff it's like Mm-hmm. No, God is beyond that, and like not everything that's made in the world is for humans to be like chilling with it and happy about it. Like chaos and evil exist; they don't rule the world, but they are in the world. And it's just I don't know. I feel like a lot of it just comes down to keeping a hopeful attitude, which is also very difficult. It's also hard, man. Like why why is this so difficult? Oh, it's so but it's hard. the point. <laughs> so then I'm like always just going back and forth in my mind. I'm like, this is annoying. Why is it so difficult? I'm like, well, that's the point. You're not supposed right. to understand. And then I'm like, no. well, why not? Then why am I supposed to believe in this? Because <laughs> it's above what you can understand. I'm like, okay, I just have mental dilemmas all the time. I know. I remember um, in one of our theology classes, one of the years, talking about the Trinity and people are like asking questions constantly. And then one of our teachers one time being like, it literally says in the Bible, like, no one will ever fully grasp it or comprehend the complexity of it. And that's why we're supposed to have faith. And it's like so hard to have faith when you don't have the answers, but that's the whole point of having faith. And it's just like this whole circle and it just goes round and round and round. These circles, man, we'll be, we'll be stuck in them literally for the rest of our lives. Like that's <laughs> true. Kind of, oh, that's too much. It's too much. Coming to terms with them is a lot. I think I've always struggled with prayer and the power of prayer and just like, well, if I'm praying, like, what is it actually going to do? You know, like this still happens and this still happens. And I've always, I always want it my way, you know, like, well, I'm asking for this God. Why aren't you giving me this? You know, I'm like, if you're supposed to be good, yada, 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 like, hello, that's gone through my head before. God has heard that go through my head before. <laughs> um, and <laughs> oops, sorry. Yeah. Um, that's just always something that I've never been able to grasp or understand and there is something that I I absolutely love it my aunt told me the story of her and my cousin they were shopping for um my cousin's new like dorm or apartment and she saw this sign and she was like I have to get it I have to get it and hello now I want the sign <laughs> um I don't know what the beginning part of it but then it's like dot 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 and God is still good and I'm like, ooh, I need that all nice. over my Like, literally all the time, right? And so I've been trying to take that, like, into my prayer life. Like, hello, Lexi, not everything you're going to ask for is going to be granted. Like, just some fairy godmother. Like, it's not going <laughs> to be like that. Say fairy, not fairy godmother, just fairy. And I was like, <laughs> <No>. interesting. <laughs> no, fairy godmother. Um, just life in general has been so crazy recently and i'm like why 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 and then you know i just gotta give god time you know things come around again not according to my plan all the time you've said it before ains like it's a yes no or like not yet with the prayer yeah it was like and or i have something better in mind i have no you gotta twist the narrative Mm -hmm. right make it positive Mm -hmm. So I've experienced some I have something betters, which are hard, hard to wait for. And sometimes it doesn't feel like it's better. That's hard, too, is a lot of times you can find meaning in suffering. But feeling like you have to find meaning in suffering is so frustrating. Like if something Mm -hmm. bad happens and people are like, 
Well, everything happens for a reason. Like, when I got cut from the club soccer team, people were throwing that at me. And I was like, yeah. I like your, like, wisdom, but also it's really annoying because I wanted to play soccer. And I worked yeah. for this, and I'm really upset that I didn't make it. Like, I wanted this. And people are like, well, it's a really big commitment. And I'm like, I knew what a commitment it was. Like, I wanted yeah. it. Like, don't give me some wisdom. Like, I don't want wisdom. But you can find that on your own. But, like, if you yeah. feel the pressure or if people are like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened, but, like, this is better. It's like, dude, that's so annoying. <laughs> I don't know. It's like you have to find it for yeah. yourself. But yeah. feeling that pressure that you have to somehow come to that conclusion can, like, take away the beauty of the journey of finding that wisdom for yourself. Right. Because a lot of times it's so unexpected and it's something that, like, you wouldn't under, like, that other people, if you, like, told them the connection, like, they wouldn't understand. Yeah. Like, how like, it goes back to that. Or when something, I don't know, like, if something, like, actually tragic happens and people are, like, or or even if people don't out actually say it to you, but you know that you're supposed to feel that way. Like, say someone dies and you're supposed to feel, well, they're in a better place now. Well, they were suffering for a while. Well, God had plans for them. But, like, feeling the pressure that you have to come to that conclusion takes away your desire and almost like your ability to come to that conclusion because it's so frustrating and i think that's honestly why a lot of people can struggle so much with suffering and evil while also remaining faithful is because you feel like you have to remain faithful and you feel like you're not allowed to acknowledge the fact that there is unjust and horrible suffering like you have to feel that for a little bit but also at the same time keep that little like optimistic part of your mind but they're in a better place now like sometimes there's not a reason that you're gonna find not for a long time and like being able to accept that and allowing each other to accept that I think is really difficult and it doesn't always happen yeah you hit it on the head <laughs> I don't know I just um, yeah I don't know. I remember Facebook when COVID started someone was like we were praising musicians and athletes, so God took our ability to go to concerts and sports games away. And I was like, oh, no. That was so Yeah, annoying. that's not how <laughs> God works. That's not it. Like, <laughs> no. No, 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 no. And then, of course, it was Facebook, so I don't know what I was expecting. But I was oh, like, yeah. that's just not... That's just not it for me, man. If, if that's how God is, then, like... All the things I've been taught my whole life of just, especially in recent times of absorbing a lot of theology is a lie. And mm -hmm. this is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, the Facebook. Oh. Did you see? Okay, it's so off tangent. There's a new <laughs> tab on Facebook for dating. Like, why oh are they getting gosh. in the dating scene? Yes, my roommate told me about that, which is like, what? <laughs> Sorry, I took that way off course, but like, oh no, my so I agree. It's very odd. They try to do too many things. Every social media app is trying to do things to one up the other, and it's just getting weird. Literally, Instagram. Instagram is owned by Facebook. It's literally Facebook controls. Oh my I'm gosh. Yeah, it's 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 too much. It's like. I guess there's not officially any monopolies, but it feels wrong that, like, there's these, like, few companies that rule. You know what? We're not really going to get into that right now. <laughs> I don't Too know enough about the issue to, like, really be like, 
oh, big tech is destroying American freedom. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's kind of, it is crazy how there's, like, yeah. a few huge, in general, I guess, there's just very large businesses with a lot of people who work for them, which is kind of crazy to think about. Like my sister, she works for a really big brand now. It's like the parent company for Jimmy John's and Arby's oh and Sonic gosh. and Buffalo Wild Wings and Duncan and Baskin Robbins. And I'm I like, always forget that there's bigger companies than those like big companies. Exactly. I'm like, it's insane. They're like competitors or like McDonald's because I think McDonald's is like a solo gig considering they have so many locations <laughs> i think it's literally like in in america it's like if you were to average it out there's like a mcdonald's every like two miles or three miles or something like that i also That's could be hilarious. totally talking out of my butt right now but it's either way it's an ungodly large amount of mcdonald's okay and then there's like that's it and wendy's i don't they don't have wendy's or burger king either. okay so never mind i take back what i was just saying but seriously that's like this big company mm-hmm. it's con- there's so many workers Wow. <laughs> it's just kind of mind-boggling. Like All wow. of the questions today, like, imagine, seriously. Imagine being, like, the boss, bo- like, the head honcho of that. You'd be loaded. That? See, that's <laughs> what I'm saying about marrying rich. I need to find, like, whoever's... I need, like, And you don't even know the name of that person. That no, shows how I don't some know people the name are, like, billionaires. And I also need to, like... I want to, I don't know, be with someone my age. So you just have to like invest, I guess, and like hope they're going to get there or <laughs> know that they have very strong ties to nepotism and that they'll get it there even if go. they don't deserve it. So, you know, don't hate the player, hate the game, right? Like I'm just trying to make my way in this world. This sounds so horrible. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel like I probably don't sound like the best ethical person right now, but as I said, I'm thinking pragmatically. I'm a realistic woman, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I want to see the it. world, and that's not cheap. I do too. I also want to, like, camp. I want to see like, the world not from my TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> that is so sad, but real. It's real. And then I also, like, want to, like, garden and learn how to play Aww. the drums. And you can't really do that if you're working all the time, okay? No, like, you can't. I just need to be... But also... I feel like I would go kind of crazy if I didn't have a job. But also, I've never tried it, so maybe I would actually really like it. I don't know. You need a lot of hobbies. Exactly. I want a lot of hobbies. Like, that would be so fun. I could cook. I could be, like, a good cook. I love cooking. I am obsessed with cooking. I It kind of stresses me out. It's kind of bad, actually. LOL. But it's fine. It's fine. I love it. Okay, we got on a really big tangent. Is there anything you want to close us out with today, Ains? Any final thoughts? You've imparted so much wisdom on us already. Oh, oh, I don't. I literally am just regurgitating what I've been talking about in my classes. So I did use minimal notes. I didn't. I like put notes, obviously, like we do for the podcast. But I didn't look at my class notes, so I guess I know it pretty oh. well. Go team. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not that wise. Thanks though. That's nice. You are. Um, but okay. No, I'm like medium wise. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> I'm not like a total doofus. Okay. I don't care. It's moving on. Um, oh my goodness. There's a, I'm embarrassing myself. It's fine. So no, not really. Just, just let yourself feel the feelings and question things. Mm-hmm. Questioning is good. 
It is good, y'all. Seriously, it is. That's how you learn more. That is how you get deeper in your faith in life. Literally in anything. If you ask the questions, you're going to learn more. True facts. Ask questions. Yeah, that's just wisdom. Mm -hmm. Now you're the wise one. No. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not it. <laughs> I think whatever. You know what? We're just going to go back and forth. I think we both need to work on taking like, compliments. <laughs> yeah, but that one's a hard one because like. It is a hard one. I don't know how to establish whether or not I am, you know? Like if someone was like, your teeth are straight. I'm like, yeah, I know, right? Like I had two sets of braces. Braces. I'm religious about wearing my retainer. I know I have straight teeth. Like, thank you for acknowledging that. I can accept it. But if someone's like, you're wise, I'm like, oh, but am I? Like, I wouldn't consider myself wise. I'm only 19. Like, how could I even be wise? I haven't experienced anything, hardly anything tragic. So there's no way I could have be wise. But then also, you know, do you have to experience something to be wise? Like, you know, there's just a lot of questions. Lots of questions it's all the time. Perspective. Um, it's all based on perspective and who you're talking to and the subject matter. Exactly. So I guess I'm wise compared to a baby. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Or someone slightly older than a baby as well. Furthermore, I want to so formally good. apologize for speaking so quickly today. No, it was I good. I now want to read the book of Job because oh, of this. I really watch want yourself to. right now, ma'am. With a Bible study so that I can understand what's going on. Oh, honey. Honey, or you yes. can just send me the commentary so I can figure yes, it Yes, it's know. a book. I can send you it. It's by oh, perfect. Um, Gustavo Gutierrez. He's a nice man. So it was fun. originally in Spanish, so the trans it's a translation. Mm. It's not in Spanish. I don't I don't know Spanish well enough to read a book in Spanish. <laughs> so good, so good. Well, everyone, thank you for listening again for the support, all the things. All the you better things. better tune in next week. Yes. <laughs> Every Saturday. Every Saturday. I don't know if you guys have caught on yet. We do have a pattern. Every single one. Woohoo! Right. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye.